No? Can we go over the revelation that you made this morning? Yes. That that's not the song that comes to mind when you think of James Bond. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's the it's the I'm Jack White. No, I'm not. I'm Alicia Keys. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um. It's just it's just another way to die. Which, as we discussed this morning, is the perfect concoction for replacing that with no time to die. You can say then then little. I don't mind. I can't get to the end bit. I've got to sing it all again. It's just, it's just no time to die. It's just no time to die. Yeah, I'll stop now. So anyway, if you want to follow us, we're on. (laughs) (laughs) We've been to see James Bond. We have. We have. You know, if you haven't picked that up, we've been to see. Yeah. um, Finally. Double O Seven. Have I said that already? (laughs) I'm trying to think of other things to do with Walther PPK. Aston Martin? Does that make sense? You're looking Vodka at me. Martini. Oh yes, shaken not stirred. Vespa Lynn. Lind? Doesn't Lind? have a D on the end. I don't know. I didn't know it did until I saw it written out. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've been to the pictures, we've been to see Bond, we've finally been to see Bond. No time to die. We've only waited two years. For anyone who's not <sighs> been following our um, our podcast recently if mm-hmm. you might have just found us on the strength this yeah, episode yeah. because it's come out earlier here than it has in the US I suspect we will be one of the first fan podcasts That's to come exciting, out on it, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I think it is um, we discussed this in our films we're looking forward to and you were looking forward to this I was I wasn't mm. because I've just seen that trailer so many times Well, I think now. if you remember, and I had to think about this, so I nearly had to listen to the episode again. But if you remember, I was looking forward to it. I think it was... I can't remember if it was in my top five or not, but I think it was. It was. Um, I was looking forward to it because I was so sick of seeing the trailer and so sick of waiting for it, and because it's Bond, and I like the Bond films. I'm I know sick of seeing the trailer, and now I don't have to anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a reason <laughs> yeah. to look forward to a film. But it was. It was. I was like, come They'll on, let's get on the all poster. over it. <laughs> We'll get over it, we'll go and see it, and then it'll be done. And that was why I was mainly looking forward to it. But I do enjoy Daniel Craig, and I do mm. enjoy these things, and Carrie Fukunaga, and you know all of those things coming together, I thought, I think it'll be a pretty alright film. So that's why I was looking forward to it. But you weren't at all, like you say, it wasn't something that you were sort of chomping at the bit to, to see. Yeah, it just it's just been around too long, I think. It's, it's very, very... It just didn't excite me. Um, having just yeah, the trailer's been around too long, and it's not their fault that COVID hit. No, no, no. I mean, that'd be it'd be a a revelation if it was, (laughs) wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, it's so sad that how long this has been carried over and everything like that. Because I think, and having seen it, I am so glad that they didn't release this on a home streaming platform. Yeah, I totally agree. Because, and we're not going to end spoilers just yet. No, no, not in spoilers yet. Whilst I have reservations over the film. It was so good just to see a film this big on the big screen and yeah. And I, I get it now. I think I had been 
I had, I'd had some criticism of them saying, oh, come on, you know, release the film. The, the longer it takes, you know, it's going to be out of date. People, you know, like in my brain, like, people want to move on. People want to move on, you know. Yeah. Just just let, let it go out in the world and then you can move on to the next film or whatever. But I now completely understand why they held on to it and why they said, no, this needs to be on a big screen. This needs to be seen in the way that we wanted it to be and I, I finally got it once I saw it in the cinema today yeah and I, now I think they are entirely justified entirely justified in mm. holding this back so would this be a recommendation from you before yes, we go into yes it would film? I've just been talking to one of our mates before we've, we've come online haven't said anything about the film was just more sort of saying you know we would see it at this point and, mm. and that sort of thing um and I've I hesitated to say anything about the film because I never want to give something away, especially this is the first day it's come out. Yeah. But I almost put, I really think you should go and see this. I just scream out a spoiler there. Oh, were you? I really wanted to say. Yeah, I need, I, I really put, I think he was saying, oh, I'm thinking of getting tickets and I nearly put, Oh, you should totally get tickets, but I felt that was too much to give away. So you know, because I went into it not knowing anything bar the trailers. Yeah, I mean, so you are stronger than me on this. I think, I, yeah, it does sound yeah, like it, doesn't it? You're yeah. t- you're already talking about reservations. I think this is a uh, a wonderful. Oh, you know what? When I came out of the cinema and you told, and you said you kept stopping me from speaking. Um, because you kept saying to me, save it for the podcast, save it for the podcast. The perils. And I was desperate to say something to you, but I almost turned to you and went, a triumph. That's a, that's the word that came into my mind when I finished watching the film. You, uh, you are shaking your head. Mm. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're not as strong as me on this. I think it started well. Uh-huh. I think it finished well. Right. And there's a two-hour spell in the middle, <laughs> which two-hour spell. It, it nearly is. Well, it's two and a half hours, isn't it? it was it's a long two time. hours, three quarters. Yeah. Um, it's nearly three hours long. And oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't realise that. I See, I didn't, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it at all. So I think it starts really well. Mm-hmm. I think there is some brilliant set pieces at the beginning. Um, there's a brilliant... I mean, it's 25 minutes before the credits even roll. I know, bro, I and love that. lovely credit scene. Yeah. I, I can't beat a good James Bond credit scene. Like, an old-fashioned, mm. animated with a song which I managed to avoid properly until until we walked into the uh, cinema. And then I think it ends well, but I think in the middle there's a lot of people talking and just spouting shit to each other that I didn't... It's not that I didn't follow it, it's just that I didn't care. I didn't okay. buy people's motivations. Um, it seems like people are... Yeah, I, I, I can't go into it without spoiling. People are convoluting their plan far more, and they could just do what they wanted to do without doing that and grabbing them and grabbing that person and luring this person there and doing that. And, you know, it's a James Bond film. Yeah. So that's... Yes, but, it is. I think the middle the middle act just had no set pieces whatsoever or nothing n- nothing that nothing that caught my attention. Okay. Oh, you finished. Yeah, that's that, that's my <laughs> okay. thing. I, I I enjoyed it. I'm glad I've seen it. Oh god, I feel like a parody of myself just saying like I could take some scissors to it and uh cut half an hour out of the middle and I think it's a it's the I think that would then make it the I wouldn't make it the best Bond because, yeah, I really need to go into spoiler territory too. Okay, so what I would say is that I'm normally with you on that 
type of idea. So I would normally be sitting there going, two hours, three quarters, that's ridiculous. Yes, it needed this taken out of this taken out of it. I did not feel it at all. I didn't feel the length of time at all. I think it was part way through when I started to think, oh yeah, forgotten, this is a, lo- a longer film than we would you know, traditionally like to go and see. And then I sort of said to myself, you know, like you do when you're sitting there watching things. And I was like, oh, I'm not feeling this at all. I could have done, <laughs> you, were gonna, you were gonna do a face. I could have done with certain things being extended because I, I really liked some of the new characters that were brought in. Um, I absolutely love Lashana Lynch. I just, every time she's on screen, I just want to know more about her. I want to know how she, she's got to where she is, more about her personal life, her personality, you know, just all of the, those things, her relationship with the people within the office and the team. I wish we knew a little bit more about, about her. That's not to take away from Daniel Craig's performance, which I think is a very emotive performance. This is much more romantic bond that we're seeing. You know, this is the, this is the bond that, that talks about love yeah. and talks about relationships and, and you know, and looking to the future, you know, all of those things. I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm trying not to smell anything. So I, I really appreciate it. I think the direction is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The cinematography, the, the lighting. Partway through, I sort of think this is lit in a really interesting way. And the, the use of light. And there are some gorgeous, just flashes of moments where you go, oh, that's beautiful. That's gorgeous. I totally agree with you and, on that. You know, yeah. just, just all the time, rather than one big set piece that you think, mm. what a great set piece. I was more taken with those subtle use of light moments that were almost sort of picturesque or you know it would have been a very sumptuous photo yes some gorgeous things that would you can imagine people having on their walls at home you know sort of stills at, at mm. home i think there were some moments i'm going to agree with you i think there were some moments in the middle that i just didn't quite work for me there was a scene between two characters where i felt there was acting happening there was some real, I am acting and you are acting. And there was a camera pointed towards us and we're going to act in this scene. And I did think... Oh. I'm really interested to know who that is. Yeah. Because I think there is one person in this film that is in a completely different <laughs> film. That is in Kingsman rather than a James Bond film. Okay. Um, and the, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, but... And, and when, we, when we were sat there, when I was thinking about it, you know, because I always think we're going to come out, we're going to talk about this. I thought, yeah, middle part, little bit sinky at times, little bit sort of droopy. But as a whole, as a film as a whole, I thought it was wonderful. I I really did. I've just enjoyed every minute of it. I think it was a three and a half star film. Okay. So I am, well, I was at five for quite a lot of it. And I've reduced it to five four or four and a half in my head because there was there was one character in particular that just I, I felt was quite tropey and didn't really make much sense so we'll come on to that in in spoilers i wonder if it's the same person i am <laughs> yeah, yeah. i would hope so <laughs> well, yeah i hope so but you never know is that a good point to go into spoilers do you think okay so from here on spoilers for no time to die do 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 
Hugh Dennis, Hugh Dennis, Hugh Dennis, Hugh Dennis, Hugh Dennis. Is that what you wanted to shout earlier on? No, no, no. I wanted to shout something far more spoilery, like the last thing that happens. But uh, yeah, as an intro to the uh, spoiler section. Do you know what? When I've I've looked it up because I wanted to see who the woman was that's playing alongside Hugh Dennis. I yeah. don't know if you know her, but I recognised her from something and I don't know what. And I looked up and they're not on IMDb. No, they're not yet. No, they're not yet. Not yet. Is that because people add it on? Yeah, I mean... Has no one added Hugh Dennis in? So what I imagine is there is probably a release of the main cast and stuff like that. And then people will add on... It's got uncredited people. Yeah, there'll be people who are adding their own credit on. Oh, adding their own thing. Right, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, Hugh Dennis is a well-known comedian in the UK. He's on like a family... Tea time show was it like a weekend tea time show called Outnumbered, which Outnumbered. was all about you know some parents and some kids and. Previous to know. that, he was a quite groundbreaking stand-up comedian uh, in the Mary Whitehouse Experience mm-hmm. and Punt and Dennis, um, working with the Mary Whitehouse Experience with uh, Rob Newman and David Baddiel. And of course, not forgetting that time at an awards do, he got to shake my hand and give me an award. I think that is the uh, the highlight me, of his way, career. It was, for, it was for for work. It wasn't just my <laughs> award. But yeah, it, um, we we were down there representing our work, and uh, he was the person who was doing the comparing. So yeah, got to walk across the stage, shake his hand, my mate Hugh. But yeah, I mean, he, I I love Hugh Dennis. I mean, he's really good in Fleabag. Yeah. He's brilliant in uh, Not Going oh, Out. I that's the connection. Oh, of course, Phoebe Waller Bridge yeah. has done the screenplay. Like she came yeah. in to sort of do a bit of. Um, Doctoring, didn't she, on it? Yes. So, yeah. Oh, that, that, that yeah, might it, be it, it, you know. Yeah, that hadn't clicked until then. It, it took me out of the film, I have to say, because that's all I wanted to start screaming was it's Hugh Dennis. Hugh Dennis is in a Bond film. I think there's plenty of films like that where someone turns up. Like, I remember in, um, is it Crystal Skull where the janitor from um, Scrubs turns up? Oh, I don't know, but I know someone who will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Chris, maybe you could tell us if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, the worst example of it ever was, for me, was in State of Play, the Ben Affleck, Russell Crowe film, where uh, this is an example of a very specific time when I watched this, because the guy from the orange adverts that oh, used yes. to turn up appears yeah. in it about 20 minutes into the film. He's also in... Um, what's it called? Oh, what's it called? I can't even describe it because it gives the game away. But it's about the, the Japanese, Nazi, the Nazis. Yes. Yeah. The man in the high castle. Thank you. That took a while, didn't it? Well, not in the pro, not in the podcast because you've edited that five minutes of silence out where I'm going. No, it's not hunters. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was in that. Yes. That, that, that's all I had to say on that front. Good. good. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, back to Hugh Dennis. Yeah, well, we're in spoilers and we've only talked about Hugh Dennis, <laughs> so let's get yeah. into the chunk yeah. of the film. Okay. So, for me, the prologue, I think, was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and then we go straight into James Bond living in Jamaica. Uh, we have a nice little scene where he meets Felix Leiter. Lovely to see again. Jeffrey mm-hmm. Wright. Yeah. Uh, we meet uh, the new 007. I don't know what her name was other than the new 007. Nomi. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Who you see 
at the big, you see her sort of placed in. It, it's quite subtle. Yeah. I think if you're looking for her, like I was, mm. you see she's outside his house, standing yes. with the bloke. Yeah. Then she's in the club, club. a couple yeah. of times, and, and so you can And I think that if you didn't, if you were going into it sort of without knowing what we already knew, you might think that she was the next in inverted commas like Bond girl sort of yeah. thing. And I, I, I really loved how he clicks into it very quickly so that mm. knows who she is yeah. and doesn't treat her in an unprofessional manner which I think old Bonds might have gone down that route absolutely makes a comment about her things people being young and high achievers yeah but I think in exactly the same way that he would do if that was a younger man Yes. I didn't feel that was a different. He wasn't treating her any differently as a woman, which I found really refreshing. I'd say the same for because we have a scene in Cuba with Anna de Armas, yeah. who somehow has got second billing on this. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it's just I think it's the successor. <laughs> she said the A's. Yeah, yeah, that, that, and that might very well yeah. be it. But yeah, when I went on the app to order it, it was Daniel Craig, Anna de Armas. Yeah. He doesn't try and seduce her. She gets on with things. At first, I thought, oh, God, they've made her out into this little fangirl. So did I. And I was like, oh, God. But yeah. then they, she's given agency. She yes. is not the person she is showing herself to be at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, then, and he absolutely treats her like yeah. a, like an equal. and say, you do yeah. this, you do, I'll do this. And, and, and not this, like really you know like lascivious sort yeah. of like oh, oh, oh she's wearing this dress i thought it was really good and boy is she wearing that dress she certainly is she, she yes. looks amazing she does not have a papa john's on a weekend <laughs> <laughs> she, she really doesn't no 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 she doesn't fair play but, to, yeah but, like there's a beautiful shot where she's she's up in the air and she's doing that sort of that kick and you can see the I think what would be like a gun holster yeah. or a sort of like what do you call it where you've got like a, a thing garter around, like a garter and like yeah. she's absolutely beautiful it yeah just, it just, just looked the, the, the way it hangs and the, yeah you know it really looked just, it just, I, just I, don't, I can't describe it. it I just was like yes you know what I mean you're like mm. this beautiful strong woman Obviously, like it sounds awful, killing these blokes, killing the baddies, but obviously it's like fictional. With a machine gun. You know, with a machine gun. And I just thought, yes, Anna, you know, go for it. But James Bond leaves her to do other things and she yeah. is holding her own. Yeah. I, um, I, I really, I wanted to see more of her. Mm. Um, I think there are calls, um, I've done a little bit of reading before we've come on, I have not done much. There are calls for her to be given her own spin off. Which I, I kind of think. I don't necessarily oh, want a spin-off. No. But I would but be I happy for her to why. turn up again in the next iteration yeah, of Bond. Yeah, yeah. As a the same way Felix Leiter does. Mm-hmm. Um the most distracting thing for me at this point was me trying to work out where I knew Felix Leiter's mate from. Oh, Billy Magnuson. Yeah. Yeah. And how, do you know where you know him from? Uh, yeah, but I don't think you know him from the same place. Okay, well I know him from a musical. So you know him from somewhere else. Okay, what what musical do you know? So he's from? in Into the Woods. He's um, you know how there's um, Chris Pine and another oh. guy singing to each other. Yes, the one about like being princes. And... Yes. <laughs> I knew you would do it. You love that song. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's one of the. Well, he's not Chris Pine. Of course, yeah, it's been so long, and I've not revisited that and that's thing the at only all. Thing I know him from Although him. I listen to that song all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know him from uh, Ingrid Goes West. 
which is a really nice little indie film from okay. a few years ago. Um, it's about Aubrey Plaza. She becomes obsessed with someone who she's on social media and then integrates her, tries to like become friends with her, who's Elizabeth Olsen. It's 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 really, really, it's really, really good. It's uh, O'Shea Jackson plays Aubrey Plaza's boyfriend. Uh, Wyatt Russell plays um, Elizabeth Olsen's husband. And then Billy Magnuson comes in as her, as Elizabeth Olsen's brother who's an absolute knobhead and all I could think all the way through was he plays a rich knobhead in something he plays a rich knobhead in something he plays a rich knobhead in something and that was it similar here yes yeah that's a really good film you should watch that um yeah I love the scenes in Italy and there's an action sequence on a a motorbike and with with the Aston Martin the classic Aston Martin which really really set everything alight but as soon as they leave Cuba there's just a lot of people talking in rooms. Mm. Um, and I did, I, I totally agree, actually. When we go back to London, normally when we go back to London, there's this sense of, ah, we're in London, we're yeah. in MI, it's MI6 or MI5, I can't remember. MI6. MI6. We're in, you know, we're in the building and, and it just, I was sort of like, oh, we're back in London. It just didn't feel particularly grand this time round, or particularly like we were good. You know, it was a bit under. It was dark. It was okay. We're back in, um, uh, back in M's room, and you've got Money Penny and everything like that. But yeah. It just felt a little bit sort of like a bit small and yeah. You know, Money Penny didn't really have a lot to yeah, do. Didn't have much to do. Um, love a little tribute to Judy Dench yes. and Bernard Maxwell yeah. in put pictures on the wall. Yeah. And again, beautifully lit. It's all yes. that lighting, isn't yeah. it? You know? Um, in a room, in a small, you know, a corridor with that portrait just lit at the end of the end of the corridor. I thought it was really, mm. really lovely. And then obviously sat next to the Bernard Maxwell portrait, yes. portrait which is mm. the best portrait yeah. I've seen. I want yeah. that in our room. Yeah, fair enough. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I did. I felt that sense of that slowing down. But maybe that you know you do need that. You're doing different types of tempo. This the section that I found that people were acting. You know, I talked about. It before in the pre-spoiler section, yeah. was between Bond and um, Blofeld. I had to think then. I was like, <sighs> Christoph Waltz is just, it's a cameo, isn't it? Yeah. And there he is sitting, I, I love that cage, that, you know how he was brought in, very sort of lector, isn't yeah, it? Very, very sound to the Very sound yeah. to the lamp. Yeah. And he's like coming towards you and you feel like you're in this tiny enclosed space with this monster mm. coming on. Um, uh, and he just, it was just sort of said things at him, like he said things at him last time. It just says things that are menacing and weird. Okay, can I ask a question? Mm. Which, um, and this is something that I wasn't sure about. Um, because I've not seen Spectre for a long time. Mm-hmm. Was it left because at this point they're like, "Well, it's a good job he wasn't. He wasn't your real brother." Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that? Is it? I thought it was left in Spectre that they were real brothers. No, no, they're not. Uh. So Bond's family were killed. Right. He went to stay yes. with this guy right. who had already had a son. Yeah. And he's the cuckoo in the nest. I think what so, happened yeah. is, in my mind, I'm left with the thing of, oh God, they made him brothers. And that's what left me rather than the actual rather than the actual fact that they weren't actually natural brothers. And I, I was like, have they just retrofitted this to everything else? Can we talk about Rami Malek? Yes, we can. I think he's Fuck doing... off. Oh, Mark. I think he's doing the absolute best he can with this. I really do think he was really trying to do something with the character. But I think, having known you for the amount of time I know you, do you just feel that it's 
it's a non-entity. I think it's a really badly painted bad guy. Mm. Um, he wants to take like there is absolutely no time spent with that, and it seems like it's been he's been edited out of this film almost. We've discussed in the in what films we were looking forward to that his star has dropped in retrospect since it was announced. His Bohemian Rhapsody performance hasn't aged well. I think he was absolutely stellar in the final season of Mr. Robot. But that's been forgotten. And I don't think he is the entity that he thought he was. And he turns up an hour into this film. He maybe appears like on screen for a quarter of an hour. Um, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we don't get enough time to understand what has gone. And I, I don't know if you could shed some light on this. Probably not looking at your face and your previous expletive. When he meets young Madeline, yes, so actually he looks like maybe twelve, sort of something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm and, with you on this. And he, you don't really get any sense that he has aged from that point. She clearly has. Yeah. And then is he meant to be like in love with her or something like that? Because there's all these things about where we're so similar, you and I bond. You know, we both love Madeline Swan. We both, you know, what the family or whatever, we're both killers, blah mm. blah. And you just get this sense that he's... And she's saying, oh, he's come for me. And I'm like, but why has he come for you? Because he saved you as a if child. If he wants to wipe out the world, why is he getting her to his little island? Yes, why is that. he getting... What, yeah. is, what is it with her? No, that none of that made any sense try, to me. Is he saying you try to protect her? Because he does say to the little girl, do you not want my protection? And she's like, no, I don't. You're a very strange man. Let me go back to my mum, sort of thing, which is totally reasonable for a child to do. He just... I just didn't understand what connection he had with her. Unless, which is I think where the film was trying to lead us to, unless he has been working with her in the past. And that's what I thought it was going to be, that he saved her, he trained her in some sort of way, and she actually is a traitor. You know, she has actually betrayed Bond. But that's not the case. He just turns up in her psychology you know this the old psychologist chair yeah brings her a mask and sort of says come come do this for me yeah is it that he's kidnapped her because she didn't do the job i mean but the job was done so that is the bit that really knocks it for me because i again you know a tropey villain who but who we just didn't understand i don't understand his hold over swan and they've had almost three hours to get that across. I, I don't think making a, the primary antagonist of a film and giving him motivation should be a luxury in a film. And that's to me is why the second heart, the second uh, act of this just absolutely falls apart. I, like I'm pretty sure that they've lost faith in faith, lost faith in him as a box office draw halfway through, right. and have <laughs> moved on to up to making this more about Daniel Craig and the Leah Sidhu story. Well, than... I think that is, that is the whole point of the film, to be honest with you, because this is Craig's last outing. So, of course, it's going to be, you know, the heart and soul of the film has to be with, with them. It is just a shame that perhaps they didn't stick with Spectre. But then, having said that, what would they have done with them? And I did really like this idea of the bio weapon. I thought that was interesting, particularly given, you know, the, the world's circumstances at the moment. We understand how things spread very easily. We understand how people can become ill um, and what effect that has on people. So I thought, well, you know, actually that was Yeah, but this isn't a virus. Know. This is like no, a, I know, it's a DNA, nanobot that nanobot. is targeted but, to certain you know, people. Yeah, it's, it's a bioweapon. Um, Which so... is, it, and, it, and that's painted in paint by numbers. 
yeah, it's I kind mean, of like I mean, it's, bo- it's a Bond film. It's a Bond film. You know, it's got to, you know people. Here's my Qdar. Here's a watch that explodes someone's bionic eye. You know, it's you have to sort of take it. Oh, don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on that. You can't have an EMP and then go. All right, Q. Yeah, yeah. I'm still getting you on my earpiece. I've just blown up someone's eye, but it was just conveniently out of range of the earpiece. Right. Oh. It's Bond film. Yeah, but I think Bond's progressed beyond this now. I think Bond is a better franchise than that. It's not Roger Moore just... Um... Well, I think I think they were really nodding back to it. But again, this goes back to the point that this is this is Craig's final outing. I think this was a real amalgamation of all the things, all the Bondian things, you know? No, but, yeah, but I, I don't think they're purposefully going back to the times when plots didn't make sense. Like, they probably want to avoid that. Uh, it probably misjudged, if that's the case. Barbara Broccoli probably needs to be fired as a... God, you're in the right mood, aren't you? No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just annoyed that I think this could have been so much better. And I think it's clear to me that they have changed a lot of things in the edit on I this. Did, I did feel uh, there's quite a few... When you look at the credits, there were quite a few people involved in the writing. And I mm. did wonder whether there's so much to fit in... Some things I would have liked to see more of, some things, you know, a bit less. And maybe a little bit of a cut and paste issue or just a writing issue doesn't quite flow as beautifully as, let's say, Skyfall, for example, which had a lovely through line going, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean... Hugh Dennis's Russian mate is in a different film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I is liking these. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's a Yakov Smirnov ripoff. Yeah, he's got the comedy Russian accent, it really and took it me is out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, completely yeah. different film to anyone else. Mm. I really like. I really like just to see Bond hanging out with um, with Felix. Yes. Um, yeah. Just in a club, having a drink. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a vodka martini club, so he's drinking scotch. Um, Felix, Playing games. Yeah, I don't quite understand what that game was. <laughs> Guess how many coins are in my hand? Was that Seemingly, game? yeah, yeah. It's a bit Three. like pisses a fair for stone. Two. Uh, I mean, you'd be struggling on that, wouldn't I would, you? Yes, yeah. I would. Thank you, darling. Thanks very much for that. Um, but and oh, the I think the emotional bit of. Losing Felix because yeah, Felix yeah, dies yeah, in this. Yeah. Um, we've got to get to another bit of yeah, at the end, but we've yeah. got to come to that. But um, I think it's a really nice touch, and I think the moment between uh, M when he realizes that Felix is gone, and yeah. I think that was I was setting up so much. I was like, this has got heart and it cares about characters, yes. and it's not just like the same character just walk away unscathed every yeah, time. Yeah. It seemed like this was a film that had consequence. Yes, for the first time I felt as well. Yeah. I felt there was a real sense of peril. And once lighter went, I thought, oh, they're clearing the decks. This is his last performance. They're absolutely going to clear the decks. And even when the child was brought into it, I I genuinely felt my hands clench when they were in the car and like the child's in the car seat. Yes. And obviously the mum, Madeline, gets into the back to hold on to her child because I felt that. I really felt the danger involved in having a child in their car seat in a car that's been driven and is trying to drive other cars off off the road. And when they were in that forest, that forest with all the, like, like the smog in the forest, I really thought, oh, God, are they going to kill the child? You know, I really did think that. I thought they're going to kill her or the child. Because obviously it's clearly Bond's child, you know. 
you say that, that peril. You what? say that, but when I looked at her, yeah. I was like, that doesn't look like Daniel Craig. That looks like Billy Magnuson. And I was expecting the child is the spit has has she doesn't have Daniel Craig's eyes, despite what the film wants you to say. <laughs> She's eyes. got Billy Magnuson's eyes. All right. You 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 go back and watch okay, it again. Okay. I mean, don't because you've not got time in the day. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, she, she's got the eyes of Billy Magnuson. So okay. I was like, have they just done an amazing bit of casting? And I just picked up on this. Because when he was upstairs, like, that's not his. That, that, that's, uh, that's Logan's. Oh, right. And then I mean, she said, he's been... not yours. I was like, oh, I've, I'm onto this. I've got this. I've got this. <laughs> yeah, well, she's, she's a, I think it's interesting. She's a woman who's lied her way through life. She's had to hide. She's, she's an assassin's daughter. It absolutely rang true to me that she wouldn't say that yeah. this child was his. Partially to protect protect the child, yeah, yeah, but yeah, also yeah. to protect herself from yeah. from what is what has come in the past. So yeah, um, I, I you know what, part way through I thought, oh, when Christoph Waltz is saying, oh, she's got a secret, oh, you got to talk to Madeline, Madeline, you know, Madeline, what's her Madeline? I thought, oh, this isn't going to be a secret about like this. Um, is his name Safin? See, I don't even know what the baddie's called. Um, but yeah. Uh, Rami Malek's uh, character. Yeah. I'm sure his first name sounds like Lucifer, but it's like Lucifer or something yeah, like Lucifer. that. Yeah, Lucifer. Oh, it's not going to be about him. She's going to have had a child. It just seemed so obvious to me. And then I remember, probably about a year ago, seeing something on the internet. I have no idea where it was. It's probably Twitter. It usually is. Mm. But someone saying, oh, I've seen the script and Bond's going to have a baby bond's gonna have they're gonna make him into a family man and it all sort of clicked but i didn't mind. i mean what do you think i didn't mind that at all i thought it gave him a little bit more of something to fight for absolutely i think it i really like the fact that it adds to him as a character it goes places where it didn't where it hasn't before um i'm a big fan of on a majesty's secret service which is obviously um, referenced all the way so, through I mean, with, you know, with we have Armstrong. all the time in the world <laughs> yeah Louis Armstrong comes in and I like the fact that it gives Bond just not just a wipe clean storyline to you know oh and here we go on to the next that goes into is it yeah Diamonds Are Forever is the next one because he's still Blofeld the, he's still he's still Blofeld on Diamonds Are Forever I don't know the old Bond films I, yeah. really, I only know this latest Blofeld the Blofeld trilogy is oh Maybe I'm wrong. Is it You Only Live Twice? Um, in my mind, it's You Only Live Twice on a Magic Secret Service and Diamonds Are Forever. Um, we've probably just offended a lot of James Bond fans. I'm just fans about to say that. The, the Bond fans are going well. And then he now. appears in a prologue um, at to one of the later films, a Roger Moore film, um, unnamed. But yeah. Um, so I like the fact that they carry on, and I really like the fact that the Daniel Craig films are carried on. Because I think they have to. We're in a world now where with Marvel where it is the biggest franchise in the world and you need consequences from films and that is why I was so glad to see let's go for the ending go on then that they killed off James Bond yeah 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 and you know I'm pretty sure that when the replacement James Bond is announced they will play they can play out as they've got the option of playing out of he got away somehow but I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going... At, and it says right at the end, James Bond will return. It's not 007 will return, yeah. which I was waiting for because I thought Lashana Lynch is going to take over this role and I wouldn't mind it. I think it's going to be a complete wipe clean. I think you're going to... All of these these actors 
are going to fade away like their previous incarnations and we are going to start again. I cannot see when they're saying James Bond will return, they can't just say, oh, here's Ralph Fiennes again. And is it Rafe Fiennes? Rafe Fiennes. Why am I calling him Ralph? It's Rafe. I've always wanted it's Rafe. Rafe Fiennes. Rafe McTell. <laughs> still there in his office. And oh, look, there's Naomi Harris. And you, you know, um, I just well, don't think I can do Oh, but with a young, there, with a young man coming in. There is a precedence for this because uh, Judy Dench played Q. Uh, sorry, played M. <laughs> that yeah, that would be better. Uh, played M in the Pierce Brosnan, and then when they reset it, she carried on. Yes, but he didn't die. He just he just was Bond. Went off into the sun or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll see you next Only time. Only because then. they killed the franchise and with Dying yeah, of the Day. Yeah, but it, it's not the same. It's not just like you just step into the role. When something as big as this has happened, when you see him die, it's not a case of he might have jumped because I thought, oh, they're going to do that thing with the rat, you know, that rabbit that she was carrying, the little girl was carrying around with her, Matilda. And he purposefully picks it up and he puts it into his his trousers, into his sort of like, um, what they're called, like braces. Did you think that there was going to be a package sent to her? I honestly thought there'd be a package or there'd be an end end of credit scene Mm. where she is holding the rat, you know, or it just, it turns up one day. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? I honestly thought mm-hmm. that was going to be the case. So similarly, I thought there was going to be a scene where... Because when they're in Cuba, Anna de Armas makes a point of going back to the car and getting a cigar, a cigar case. Mm. And it, it shows you it. It is Chekhov's cigar case. Yes. And I assumed that they were going to do this for reasons other than product placement. Yeah. Which I'm now doubting. Now thinking it's not, and yeah, then he I offers think. it to Felix while Felix is dying. And Felix's like, no, save it. So I thought... When's he going to, when's he going to start... Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and I was like, "So is he going to pull this out and yeah. like there'll be like a, a mini helicopter in yeah. there or something like that where it just could have cut him out?" And uh, but apparently, but apparently not. And he doesn't even smoke. And I like was, at the end. I was actually coming to it going, "That's going to be really dangerous because they're going to glorify like smoking." Yeah, at, maybe they can yeah. do it. Yeah, I suppose so. And but but why keep the thing in there other than product placement of although yeah. can you product place Cuban cigars? I like I mean you can in this country, not in America, yeah. but yeah. Um Yeah, I I just think it's such a fun a fine landing and also you've got Swan out there and the child. So are you just gonna are you gonna put someone in there as Bond, I as Daniel Craig, and then He's not really dead, but she's. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's too complicated mm. to be able to say, "Oh well, actually, um, Madeline, I'll just ring you up and say, actually, I didn't die at all, but here I am, and I look slightly different this time round." I think that's fine when it's Judy Dench and when it's M, and even when M is replaced, you know, all of those things. But when you have had a storyline as definitive as this, he has died. She is is his wife, and it's his daughter. You can't not just put someone in there. She, he calls her his wife in the. Well, the hotelier calls yeah, uh, but, his wife. Yeah, but I mean, they so. call me doctor when we go into a thing. <laughs> Don't mean I've got a PhD, love. All oh, right, fair enough. Yeah, I just felt that that has now naturally... You know, you see all of them at the end. I think that's naturally come to a conclusion. I think they are rebooting the franchise with, with someone with someone new. Although, having said that... I don't know how they get how they're going to follow this. I really don't know. I think the the Daniel Craig era of Bond has, for all of the things that you can pick apart, and I know everyone has a go at Quantum of Solace, which I actually really quite like as well. I know, I know you're picking this, you know, you're saying, oh, there's trouble with this, trouble with that. 
But if you look at it as a body of work, the people who have worked on it, the, the amount of, like, just the stunts and the locations and the just the, the work, the absolute work of all of that cast and crew, and think particularly about the crew that works on these films, mm. and the the beauty of of these films at times, that's a, an absolutely amazing, you know... A, a, like I forgot to say, a body of work is the only thing I can think of, but that's just what a what a piece of work that has been. <laughs> and moving the franchise forward, you know, Daniel Craig has come. I've listened to a couple of the episodes of, um, you know, where people have been interviewing him and things like that recently, and I've seen a couple of things, and he is so pro women, and I think he's I think he's got a daughter himself, who's a young woman, and he's so looking at the women in these films and the depiction of women in these films and moving that forward and he's a co-producer on this film as well everyone who has worked with him says that he is you know he's he's a worker he supports people he's you know a, a good man to to work with in terms of that level of not just me I'm, I'm James Bond blah 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 you know but but looking at pushing forward and moving forward the franchise in a in a modern way yeah and i think that speaks volumes when you've got someone like lashana lynch was on woman's hour the other day and she was saying you know daniel's very involved he wants the these things to to work he wants it to be realistic as much as you can within a bond franchise but he wants women to have real roles and that's really important i think as we go forward and i think it's really interesting that he's come out and said um i don't i don't want it to be i don't think it should be a female bond i think Mm -hmm. people should be making female um female roles that are equally as good yeah for and i i'm I'm with him on that like there's no point in making Lashana. why why say oh Lashana doesn't have to be james bond yeah you know what they're gonna say jane Bond. bond whatever no, let her be a character in her own. Why does she have to fit into this, this you know, age-old male character? Yeah. Let her be the character she wants wants to be mm. in in you know as they take this forward. I, I totally agree. I I don't think we need to 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 do all of of those things. Why not just write better roles for women? Mm. You know, um, a really really good scene uh, using the Kari Fukunaga um, one shot. Traditional one shot that you'd take oh, from things. You will not that. have no, noticed. No, you never notice these no, things. No, I never do. Um, so there was when he's climbing up the stairs to get the um, oh, monthly to... falcon of the blast doors open to open. The blast doors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, when he's going up the stairs and you're it's, like, it's all one shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it yeah. follows him round. Yeah, I mean, and it's like beneath him as well. And I, I think <sighs> I can see why they put that in because I was thinking. Fukunaga is such a good action mm, director, as yeah. we saw in True Detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why isn't why is the the middle of this film so bereft of like set piece action? There was the bits where the Land Rovers are following them when they've got the kid in the car, but I mean it was just some two Land Rovers following around. The, it wasn't like a big when we've seen Mission Impossible and oh, but I wouldn't want it to go that way. I wouldn't want it no, to be but, so bombastic that it's but, you know, completely gone. But it doesn't compare to him flying through Italian town in um which is never mentioned is it Rome or something like that I don't, oh, I don't know. it can't be Rome it's too well the Manchester at the Acropolis but it's not the Acropolis but you know if you think about that scene just shortly after that they're going into the forest 
which is beautifully shot. And then you do have these motorbikes coming coming around and the cars and things flipping over. And you do have yeah, action there. I, I didn't... It, it, wasn't, it wasn't enough for me. Okay. I, I need something just to... I think you need an absolute set piece rather than... Okay. Which it didn't feel like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean... And I was like, why isn't he doing... It? Like, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, do one shot. And then when it got to it, and it might just be me going... Well, yeah, but you get a one shot in Extraction now, and that's just a Netflix movie. Yeah. And ev- like, we're quick. I'm quickly becoming bored of them. Okay. Like in that every use them in a in a film. Well, I um, didn't even notice it, darling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's no, lost but, on but you. What I did notice was that idea of you're actually not. You're not. It's not like you're seeing it through his eyes. No. But you are there behind him. Yeah. It, it's really low to the ground and looking up. So when he's at the bottom of the stairs, you're mm. at the bottom of the stairs and you see the person coming around from the right up at the top. Equally, when they were in the car, early doors, him and Madeline, in the car, and the car, which is obviously bulletproof, is being shot at from outside. Yeah. I don't remember ever, I don't recall ever being in that car with them whilst that is happening to that extent yeah. where he is obviously just completely devastated he's, he, it's almost like he's given up and yeah. he's just sat there and she's like please please you know come on do something and he's just like, oh let it let it go let uh, it go you know no, and i like that i took that differently i took it that he was trying to freak her out so that she would admit to selling right. him out okay oh that might be yeah i didn't i read it as sort of like he was just so pissed off but it did feel that it did feel more in peril mm. the fact yeah that the, the fact when they were hitting the bullets on the same yeah. point and you could see the glass move, yeah. but not, and it's going to give it some bit of the window yeah. as well. Yeah. But I don't remember. Oh. Carol, I'm going <laughs> off. Carol, I'm going off. Um, I don't remember there ever being a point where we were like sort of inside that car for yeah. a sustained period. Maybe sure shot, oh, they're inside, oh, everything's been shot, but that. You really felt like you were there. You're thinking, "Wow, that must be what it's like to be inside this sort of like inverted commas bulletproof vehicle and yeah. have people all over." You. So that I did think, "Oh, Kerry Fukunaga, he's he's show, he's really that internal view that we're not just seeing everything externally. We are with the characters, and that was again what happened on that on that staircase. I mm. didn't notice that. Yeah, so I think it was beautifully done. Um, I really wanted him to crank out the cigar at the end and just uh, say goodbye yeah. that way. But the faded to white. There was a nice tribute in the uh, MI six office, yeah. and then and then it ended. And then it ended, which I liked. It yeah. was just a nice shot of her and the kid in the car. Let me tell you a story about James Bond, mm. Louis Armstrong. Play. You mean that guy I met yesterday? <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's your dad. Yeah, it's your dad. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you should go well, a bit of a spoiler because that that weird guy that kidnapped you told you. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Mentioned it all the time. Don't, don't be uh, traumatized. Yeah. Good, good kid though. I did think. Oh well. It plays into character, isn't it, that she's the child of both these people that are very, very good at surviving, that yes. she has a survival instinct of her own mm. um, and got herself out of that situation and found her mum again. I thought, oh, God, phew, it's fine. Because I did think, oh, no, they're going to, like, she, she's going to be, again, in peril and they're going to be wandering around, you know, the island of Dr. Moreau and just, you know, looking for looking for this child and then the child might walk, walk off a cliff or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like find her at the edge of a ravine or it's just... Yeah, She's not I lemming. Do- yeah, I know, but you know, you just think, oh no, more peril, more peril, but it was fine. I was I had something to say and I can't remember I can't remember what it was. Oh, what was it? I was just about to it was right there in my head and I just yeah. Was it your opinion's entirely right, Mark? And <laughs> no. I suddenly realised that I was wrong all the way through no, for giving no, it false I, I, Yeah, I mean you have made me 
maybe think about it in less of a shiny, shiny light. But I'm still really happy with, you know, having seen it. I'm still really happy with the light. I, I just think, like I say, I thought it was a triumph and I enjoyed my time with the film. And I kind of wish it had just, that was it. I kind of wish the you know, they'd leave it for quite a while. Not this, oh, James Bond will return in a couple of years. Well, maybe. Just think maybe give it a rest for a bit. A little bit of a rest to let this sink. Not sink, but like sink in. Sink, mm. You know, just to let this just percolate. And then move on in a few years' time if you like. But what what do you think they're going to do next? So I'm really intrigued by this. So Daniel Craig's taken it to this point. Where do you go next with Bond? I would be happy to see them, as I mentioned in our in our preview podcast, which I've, I'm promoting left, right and centre, I would be happy for them to bring in another, almost like, you're going to roll your eyes at this, but like Kingsman, where they bring in another James Bond right. off the streets and okay. have him come in from the very beginning and do an... Not an origin story that way, but having... Like they did with Craig, where he hadn't got his 007 yes, in Casino Royale. but okay. I want to see it earlier. Because, I mean, Daniel Craig went from being an absolute rookie to um knackered old man in in, <laughs> in, in throughout throughout Quantum of Solace. That's for a knackered old man. He looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he, he went from being, like, a, a, yeah, like, not even 007. To, was it... Which one is it? Is it Skyfall that he's... Or is it Spectre where he's, like... Going through and he's got a bad knee and, and everything. He's got, like yeah, that. and he's, they didn't. Is it? I can't remember which one it was. But it's, it's either one, one or two films he goes from that. It's one of them where like they they weren't even going to pass him. Yes. For, because he's. I mean, essentially they say, "Oh, you're an alcoholic." They say he's an alcoholic. Don't yeah. they say he's drinking too much? Um, and also he's just complete. His body's completely busted and he can't shoot straight and things mm. like that. Yeah, can't remember. But yeah, one I of the get two. What you mean. But he's only been in five films and he's yeah. gone the full thing from yeah yeah. yeah. I, I would like to see him. I'd like to see a younger actor yeah, take I it. Agree. Um, and yeah, I I don't really care who because I quite like an unknown. I know we said this again, heavily heavily trailing the uh, is it trailing? Trailing's not the right word. Yeah, promoting the uh, the old films we want to see in twenty twenty one podcast. But I, I said exactly the same thing. I'd like to see a relative unknown take it forward rather than Tom Hardy Elva or a, or a Tom Hardy who are well known in their own right and have other. Other things to other things to do. Who's Clive Standen? Clive who, darling? Clive Standen. Why are you asking me that? Because he's the second favourite. I have no idea. Clive Standen? Yes. Let's have a look. Is that a joke? Yeah. Is it a joke? Oh, hang on. Let me get my, my glasses on. Four to one. Clive Standen. Yes, the name that I've just been Sorry. saying to you. <laughs> five minutes. Look, look him up then. Okay. Let's see who he is. Clive Standen. I mean, he's. And why is it, why is he fall to one? Right, I've never. Oh, he's from. Oh, so he's from um, Vikings, and let's, let's look at him. Let's look and him. in the the series oh. of Taken. Oh, I kind of half know him. Don't look like a Clive. He doesn't look like a Clive at all. No. He, 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 he never lived with the Ramses, and uh... he looks more like a Pierce Brosnan type of Bond, doesn't he? Well, he a... reminds me of. Pierce Brosnan. Are you going to tell me he's Irish? Um, well, he must be because he's from Hollywood and not that Hollywood. Okay. He's from he's from Hollywood with... Um, oh, maybe that's what we're going to do. Near Belfast. Yeah? Also Northern Ireland? Yes. Okay. Mm. 
Uh, James Norton, Henry Cavill. Like, yeah. Lashana Lynch, 12 to 1. Nah, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And I completely agree. And when she was on Women's Hour, she was talking about this. Another you know, promotion for Women's Hour. But she was she was talking about this and she was saying, you know... Give it Tom his... Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland? Yeah. What, the Spider-Man? Yeah, no. yeah. I want Why a young Bond. Give it to Kingsman. I hate Kingsman. I hate him. Well, not him. I just, <laughs> That's I, a bit harsh. I yeah. hate the fr- I just I do not get on with that franchise at all. Although the, I, I thought the. <laughs> what are you going to say? The trailer. Yes. For, for Kingsman. Did yeah. You think that was the King's Man. Yeah. When like Rasputin that? came out. I do like Rasputin. I did. I did. However, think it was an advert when it when that that first bit of that trailer for the King's Man came out with Rasputin and Ray Fiennes again. Yeah. I did honestly think, oh, it's some sort of advert, like a comedy advert for like a drink or something, not an actual film, which is says a lot about what I think about, you know, Kingsman, how it speaks to me, i.e. it doesn't. Nah, just give it to Taron Egerton. I don't, I, Taron Egerton's a great actor, I don't see him as Bond. I think he's got other things to... I, I think, don't see him as Eddie the Eagle, think, but he... No, but I think he's so he's so interesting in that that respect in that he can go from Eddie the Eagle to Elton John I think there are more interesting roles out there for him to be quite mm. honest with you yeah. I, I think being Bond would be with no disrespect to the Bond franchise but I think it would be a step in the wrong direction for him so that's that, that's my piece of Asian that's me work yeah <laughs> anytime Taron I'm here to give you career advice I'm sure, I'm sure we're ringing at, <laughs> at any moment yeah um, okay, anything else to say on Bond? You are looking at your phone and scrolling. No, I, I, I think there was... No, I think that's everything that I need to say. Um, we've gone longer than I thought we would. Oh, uh, yeah, we have. We're, we're nearly an hour. Wow. We're nearly an hour. Wow. But yeah, it's interesting that we were on different pages. Yeah, I mean, we can now introduce the uh, Remy Malik character into the podcast, like they did. <laughs> okay, Mark. <laughs> All right. How long are you going to talk about that for? Um, just however long it takes us we'll, to finish this thing, because we'll I will. Even. I don't think I'll talk about this again. Oh. Yeah. Well you, well, you will when someone asks you about it, like in real life. You will, like if one of our mates comes around and starts talking about Bond. I'm out on Saturday. Like, yeah, when you're out, when you're off out with your mates. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Beware, everyone! Don't get Mark started. <laughs> Oh, well, it's still a lovely time. We've got the pictures together. Nice, you and, know. And Anyone who hasn't, has, hasn't listened to us before um, may not know that we don't often get to go with the pictures together. We often have to go one at a time. And how nice it was to have to time our viewing around a full screening. Mm. Um, this seems like it might be the thing that's got people back into the cinemas. Yeah, because the, the, the screening we were going to go to, we were planning to go to was absolutely full and we didn't feel comfortable yeah, so going at a point where we would be sitting next to people. If you are concerned about going to the mm. cinema, and I can fully understand if you were, yeah, we are. Um, every cinema near us, and I assume every cinema near you, has got these from first thing in the morning to last thing at night. And they have... So you will be able to find a, seat, a screening with minimal people, minimal people in. Which is what we did. We had yeah. a look around and we ended up going to a, sc- a, a screening that wasn't in the posh seats with yeah. the, the different types in the cinema that we normally go to where you can have nice reclinery seats which I well, normally I mean, prefer. Um, oh, right. Sorry, you, great for a podcast. What are you yeah. showing? You, I'm, I'm, show, showing I'm showing me. you the next available showing the next which available is showing absolutely sold out. It's sold you out, You can yeah. get one seat roundabouts, yeah. but that's about it. And 
this is a cinema that isn't necessarily the busiest. No, like, no. When I normally it's not go, in the centre of town or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, when I normally go, like I've normally got the pick of the seats and stuff yeah. like that. I've not had any problems finding seats away from myself. Yeah. But yeah, that's... Um, so it's worth going, particularly if you are of a, of a sort of like a nervous disposition in terms of sitting next to people that you don't know and that sort of thing, which I was. I, when you showed yeah. me it... I was like, right, we're not going to the... We had a choice of two, and yeah, so we had to to move on. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We had to go pretty quickly. But yeah, yeah, it was was still great. It was still great. um, And I felt much more comfortable being in a cinema with only... There was a few couples, a few mates um, sitting, and a couple of people on their own as well. And clearly other people had gone to the more expensive seats and the recliny things that I love and I did miss. But it was a much better experience to be able to sit on your own, you know, have sort of have half an aisle to yourself, didn't yeah. we? And not be, you know, too close to the woman who was sneezing <laughs> at one point in the film, which I was sort of like, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so yes, worth having a look. Well, thank you for all for listening. Thank you for listening. We've we've gone on as long as the film. Yes, almost. No, not not quite that long. I hope the middle bit was more interesting for us. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Honeymoon Pod. And if you'd like to leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you could leave us a review, that would be really, really appreciated. Please do drop us a line and let us know what you think of, of Bond. And if you think you know someone who would like the podcast, tell them. Yes, please. That would be great. We never do spread, that. No, we never do. We never and say, spread says the that. word yeah. and slap our thigh <laughs> and that sort of thing. But yeah, if, you, if, if you've got anyone out there that likes listening to podcasts, likes listening to things about TV and film, then please let them let them know that we exist and they, they may like to listen to us. And you can even tell them that we're good. Well, yeah, that, that would be good as well. Um, that would be really helpful. <laughs> Just lie. <laughs> tell them we're good. <laughs> right. See you later. See you later.